This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gunner Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Thank you, as always, for making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. I hope that you are doing good. I hope that you're doing well. It is Friday. Thank goodness we're here. Thank goodness we have reached the end of the week. Thank goodness for Premier League football coming back this weekend. Arsenal getting back underway tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. kickoff uh, UK time, of course, in Brentford. I'm looking forward to being there. I'm looking forward to getting back. It's a stadium that I really enjoyed going to earlier this season in the League Cup and uh, a stadium that is uh, it's quite impressive. It's a great place to watch football. Uh, it is, genuinely. Um, and uh, another evening game with a 5.30 kickoff as well. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. Fingers crossed that we... Uh, that we can get the result because that is what's needed. Tonight, 6pm UK time, we'll be having a preview show looking ahead to that game with some of the members from our Discord server. So make sure you set your alarms for then because uh, we'll be doing our Discord uh, preview show ahead of that. But it is for everybody, but our members from the Discord will be hopping on with me for a chat about the game against Brentford. But let's jump into the chat book, shall we, and tackle some of your, your hellos. We don't usually tackle your hellos. We just kind of address them. Uh, <laughs> Temi, good morning to you. Barry, Jimbo, Thomas, Rich, good morning. Alpha, Johnny, Martin, uh, Rancid, Stevie, Amira, Pika, who, Ryan, Martin, Red Star, We've got Matt G, we've got Stephen Arasilki, we've got Valor, Louis, Rob Paul, uh, we've got Steve, Pam, Franklin. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining in. It is very much appreciated. I hope that you're having a great week and have had a great week. And if you've not had such a great week, I really do hope that it turns around for you this weekend. Don't forget to reach out to people uh, as well if you need it, because it is important to speak, it's important to talk. So make sure that you do it. Um, let's crack on with today's stories, though, shall we? First of all, uh, Alstedt striking late to secure a win against Southampton for Arsenal. Nervy, very nervy. Arsenal having to come from behind once again. Goals from Marnham, as I've mentioned, Alstedt as well, with a very late winner um, to get the, the scoreline. Arsenal just, just doing enough at the moment, it seems. Just doing 
enough um, to get the results. And as long as we're getting the results, that's what matters. But uh, we could do with a we could do with a really storming victory at some point. I think that's what we need. I think that's what we need to see is a an absolute belter of a win just to settle the nerves somewhat. Because uh, yesterday was one of those games where you just go down to the south coast and just just get out of there with three points and. Uh, that's what the girls managed to do. And speaking of winning by 2-1 scorelines in the Premier League Cup from the under-18s, Jack Wilshere's side scoring in the 93rd minute. Cabia on his return, scoring uh, to help Arsenal win 2-1 at Derby County to get a much-needed victory there uh, as Arsenal continue forward with their cup progress. And Jack Wilshere continues as coach, despite the fact he was linked with that move, of course, to Colorado Rapids. But that does not seem to be a, a move that is... That's progressed and he will continue with Arsenal for the forthcoming future until anything changes in that regard. But another 18s victory as well to set the moods in positive standing on the women's side and the under 18 side ahead of Arsenal's men's side tomorrow. Now, Roberto De Zerbi has been given equal punishment to Arteta for similar comments made against referees. Oh, wait. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was given a little slap on the wrist and a warning for saying that he doesn't like 80% of Premier League officials and Arteta has been charged. That right there is everything that you need. If you had any smidge of doubt, any any little crevice of, you know, potential feeling that there was equal punishments being given to managers and that Arsenal and Arteta aren't given the opposite of preferential treatment. What's the opposite of preferential treatment? Unpreferential, de-preferent, you know what I'm trying to say. This just, oh, it makes your blood boil, doesn't it? Oh, it really does. You don't want it to. You think, I'm just going to ignore it. I'm used to it now. I know what's going to happen. I know that we're not going to be treated fairly. I know that we are going to be given harsher punishments than anybody else. I know this. And yet, and yet, and yet, here we are. Here we are caring. Here we are hurting. Here we are moaning, talking at a slightly higher volume than I usually would for this news section. Oh, it does make everything about you just want to... So yeah, Roberto De Zerbi, despite saying that he doesn't like (laughs) 80% of referees, arguably a worse comment. You know, Arteta said it was a disgrace and an embarrassment, um, the the refereeing in the game against Newcastle. But Roberto De Zerbi just turns around and says, I just don't like you lot. Like, I just don't like most of you. And it's just a it's just a warning. Um, it's, yeah, um, it's really bad. It's bad and it's blatant and it's obvious and it's so clear to all of us. Arteta will face the media today in his press conference. He's expected to be asked about a number of topics, including, of course, I imagine the charge, but also the Aaron Ramsdale Davira situation. And uh, in response to uh, Nick Ramsdale's comments last week, which we wasn't able to respond to because there hasn't been a press conference until now, and T News, and we'll talk about that and more in this show. But uh, we'll round up Arteta's presser tomorrow morning in more detail and touch upon it in our preview show a little bit later on. But Arteta will face the media uh, early this afternoon. Um, it might be early this morning, actually. I think it might be a 9.30 presser, so watch out for that. Um, Martin Odegaard, we talked about him yesterday, back in full training and continues to do so. There's more images out of him training. Uh, he was training outside yesterday. Uh, friend of the show, James Green from Sky, was at the open training session yesterday. He provided plenty of details about who and who was not 
presence uh, during that training session. Uh, Gabriel, Martin, Elise Saliba and Jesus all trained inside. Of course, they've been away with their national sides and got back late. Odegaard is okay now after the injuries and training outside. Ben White is a muscle injury. He stayed inside, still not yet got over that, it seems. And Smithrow and Partey are still a few weeks away is the information that James uh, garnered from that day at London Colney yesterday. Hopefully, Martinelli, Saliba, Jesus, Gabriel will all be okay to be involved in the game tomorrow. But uh, let's wait and see, I suppose, um, and move forwards with it. Um, Arsenal are said to be in a position to reject any offers that are forthcoming for Takahiro Tomiyasu. There is not an indication that the Japanese international is uh, up for sale or open to a sale. And uh, Bayern Munich, despite being very interested, supposedly, in the Japanese international, uh, don't have any chance of getting it done. He wants to stay at Arsenal as well. He's happy. He's very keen on staying at Arsenal. And therefore, Arsenal are pushing ahead with plans to try and organise a brand new contract for him. So more positive news surrounding him. And the same can be said for Jakob Kivio. Despite interest from a number of Serie A clubs, for instance, AC Milan, Roma, I believe Juventus even potentially have an interest in Kivior because obviously the lack of minutes, they sense an opportunity maybe to offer him more game time. Um, but Arsenal, is my understanding, uh, have no interest at this moment in time of letting Kivior go unless there was a significant offer that came in, certainly not for the loan plus obligation or loan plus option suggestions that are coming out of Italy in the last few days. Arsenal know that they've got a talented defender, a player that's versatile, a player that can play centre-back at left-back, at right-sided centre-back as well. Um, and he's going to get more minutes, you know, with uh, with the amount of games that's going to be coming over this Christmas period. We can imagine that Kivio will be getting chances and with Ben White out injured as well. Tommy Asu, of course, is the most likely player to replace him at right back, but that means that there could be less depth at left back for Zinchenko. So Kivio could get chances there. Gabriel, of course, returned late from the Brazil trip. And so maybe Kivio comes in for tomorrow's game against Brentford. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, now, our headline story of the day is that Arsenal have, it seems, uh, activated already or have uh, certainly signalled that they will be activating the option to sign David Rea on a uh, permanent deal from Brentford. Of course, there is a loan deal at the moment. Uh, he can't play for Arsenal in tomorrow's game against Brentford. There is an expectation that Aaron Ramsdale will start that game against Brentford because the loan um, is of such that, you know, you can't play against your parent club. And even if Arsenal were to say, you know, pay that option that they've got in the David Rea contracts, that he still wouldn't be able to play because he's technically on loan for this season. You can't register the player as a permanent player um, until I think January comes around at the absolute earliest. So, yeah, there won't be uh, any news on, on Rea starting tomorrow, I don't imagine, unless something wild happens that, as I'm, far as I'm aware, can't happen. Um, but, yes, Arsenal will be activating this option in David Rea's contract. It's caused quite a, a division amongst fans. I know there's a lot of talk on social media yesterday amongst supporters about whether they thought it was right or whether they thought it's the wrong decision. I'm not surprised by this. It was always the intention of Arsenal to activate that option from the moment they signed him on loan. The only reason that they did this did this loan was so they could comply with financial fair play rulings. Um, but there was always an expectation that this was going to become a permanent deal for Arsenal in the future. And, you know, a lot of people would say that it's a good deal. The amount of money that they're costing to bring in David Rea, who despite, yes, there's been question marks and yes, there's been performances that are not necessarily given us wild, wild amounts of encouragement. When you look at the stats and you look at the metrics, David Rea is outperforming Ramsdale across you know, nearly all of them. So when it comes to that, you have to say that Arsenal are doing a, a deal to upgrade 
a position. Um, and I think there doesn't necessarily need to be the level of outrage that there is. I do find it, I guess, predictable in some ways because Aaron Ramsdale as a character is somebody that a lot of people like. But if we were talking about Arsenal upgrading in any other position, if we were talking about Arsenal were going to bring in a striker that was statistically better than Gabriel Jesus, I don't think there'd be this much of an outrage. You know, if we were talking about Arsenal bringing in a, I don't know, a replacement for Jorginho that was statistically better than him or statistically better than Gabriel at left-sided centre-back, I don't know if there would be as much of an outrage because Aaron Ramsdale is a very likeable character and someone that's done a lot for the club already helped us get back into the Champions League. There's been so much division about this one. Um, and maybe we see Ramsdale move in January. Maybe we see him move in the summer. But I still feel as though Arsenal getting the goalkeeper that Arteta ultimately wanted uh, in the first instance and a goalkeeper that has consistently produced better numbers than Aaron Ramsdale, even during his time at Arsenal. It makes sense why Arsenal are doing this. It makes sense they want to bring in a goalkeeper that fits Arteta's philosophy of what a goalkeeper is more than what Ramsdale does. And football is a ruthless sport. And when you can get a good deal, you should get a good deal. Right, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh, stretchy, stretching, stretching, stretching. You know when you sit on a chair for just too long? I've like an osteopath who I've started going to and She's great. She does an amazing job. And it's, it's you know, when they like, do the neck cracking thing, you probably said like on your YouTube shorts or your TikToks crop up. All I get now is videos suggesting that I should be looking at these videos. But my goodness me, does it help? So I get such a stiff back sometimes, but, uh, especially sitting in this chair every day, all day. Uh, this isn't an advertisement. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just rambling now. Yeah. Um, but uh, thank you to everyone that continues to drop a like on the video. We are one day, one day, one single day away from hitting our target. And I realized I didn't mention anything at the start of the video. So I'm already, we're already risking um, not reminding people enough that, uh, that we, we need your likes. We need your, uh, we need your help. If you can drop a like on the video, please do. We've got one day left to hit 1k likes. We can do it. You can do it. But as a community, we are very, very close to it. Um, so please, please, please do drop a like on the video. We are very, very close to getting to that target of 1K every day during the international break. And uh, yeah, thank you to everyone that's going to support us. If we manage to do that today, if we achieve our target of 1K likes, we'll of course release those tickets early uh, and over the weekend for our live event in January. So, and yeah, today is still the international break, Mike. It is it's still the international break today. It doesn't end until football is back tomorrow in the Premier League. There's no Premier League games today, to my understanding. Um, 
So we've still got to do it today. So please make sure you keep on liking the video. If you're listening on audio platforms, hop over. Hop over to YouTube. Join the YouTube family and, and drop a like on the video. You don't have to listen to it, but just hop over it and help us as we try to complete our crazy international break challenge. Right, let's uh, let's jump into some of these questions. Uh, Amira says, random, but is there any world now in which you read it somewhere where only reading Arteta's voice? Uh, I'll never hear capacity uh, the same again. Uh, I don't think so. A duel? I, I guess when I see the word duel, it's like... If I lose a duel, <laughs> I feel like I say it in Arteta's voice. But that's like that's kind of the only word now that I read in Arteta's voice. Other than that, maybe some other people got some other suggestions, but uh, I, I don't think so. Um, William says, you are milking this international break. The players are back and you're still seeing it. It's still here until Arsenal kick that ball. We are in the international break, mate. That's that's how it works. Uh, Tizer says, uh, have you read the article by Nick Wright on Sky Sports' app about how Arsenal are channeling Simeone this year? XG in Arsenal games last year was sixth, and this year we are 20th with 30.9 after 12 games. Um, I don't like that comparison with a joint best for goals conceded and clean sheets, fewer shots and targets faced and fewest expected goals against us. Saliba and Gabriel dribble pass only twice. Is Arteta evolving? He's certainly not evolving into uh, uh, he's not evolving into Simeone because the idea of Simeone at Arsenal is something I never, ever, ever want to see. The thing is that Simeone has this stereotype of being like this obviously industrious, defensive-minded manager. Um, and so anyone that has like a record that's good defensively just automatically gets... It's like if a team plays slick passing football, it's Barca style of play. Like that's 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 the, everything always what happens when it comes to like talking about any team that does slick passing football. It's not. We aren't becoming Simeone. We aren't becoming Atletico Madrid. We're just becoming a more resilient team. We're looking to evolve as a team and Arteta's looking to evolve this team as a manager. But no, we're not looking to be Simeone um, because that is a very Atletico Madrid endemic thing to that club. So, no, it's not. Uh, but it's, you know, it's still worth exploring. Uh, for says, hey, Tom, I haven't been to the Emirates since February when I did a stadium tour, but are there areas that you think need significant upgrades? Yeah, of course, the seats need upgrading. You can barely tell which seat is which number, you know, when you go and have a look and try and find your seat. Uh, we'd love to see the infrastructure improved. Um, we are seeing that. There is work going on at the Emirates. I know people there that are working on the Emirates right now uh, to improve the infrastructure within it. So there are things going on, just really boring stuff. Then it's not like, you know, they've improved the screens inside the uh, the concourse area. So they are doing stuff to change things. Uh, Stephen says, Tom, the constant one rule for Arsenal and different rules for everyone else is called discrimination. Um, and it's difficult to disagree with you. Sometimes it does feel like Arsenal are treated differently and that word is probably uh, associated. Uh, Nick B says, fogging standards. Yes, Louis, fogging passion. <laughs> that is the word, isn't it? It's the way I'd say it. It's fogging standards. I went all Scottish then. <laughs> it's just the way you want to say it. M. Fawn says, uh, who are your top three academy prospects at the moment? And do you think that we will seek them at some point this season? I feel like the coaching staff has been hesitant to try out the youngsters. It's because we haven't we haven't been able to, you know. There's all this expectation. There's always this like Arsenal must win every single game, and so if you've got that expectation, when on earth are you going to throw in the youngsters? You know, obviously Noineri is one you think about. Miles Lewis Skelly is one that you think about. This this kid um, Chido uh, Martin Obi, the guy who scored ten goals in the under 15s or 16s. He's obviously been talked about a lot at the moment as well. He's of the age that Noineri was when he got his first Premier League uh, appearance. Um, 
we know that uh, Lino Souza or Waters are all very highly appreciated as well. And uh, there's there's a fair few, but I just don't necessarily see them getting an opportunity in the first team this season unless we get a really lower division side in the first round of the FA Cup. And I guess we'll find out about that next month, about who we're going to get. Um, Tom says the grub in the press lounge would go with, do with an upgrade. It's nah, the, the the grub in the press lounge is fine, mate. It's fine. We don't need to worry about that. Cheesecakes for days. <laughs> uh, Chris, aside Tom, Raya has been signed permanently. Is a waste of money at the moment. We don't need him. We need a centre mid either and a striker, maybe even another defender. Why can't Edu and Arteta see that? Um, because, Chris, they are on the agenda. It is on the Arsenal agenda to bring in those players now and in the future. And if Arsenal have an opportunity to sign somebody that can upgrade a position, they're doing that. We have for years, for years and years and years, asked Arsenal to be ruthless with their squad. When they start being ruthless with the squad and upgrading positions that we didn't even think necessarily needed upgrading, we can't then start complaining that we're doing the wrong thing, especially when Arsenal have intentions to go and upgrade those other areas that you've talked about there. It would be so backwards to start moaning about Arsenal, you know, upgrading positions that ruthlessly, because that's what they intend to do. That's what they want to do. Um, you know, when we signed Ben White, so many people were like, why are we spending £50 million on Ben White? We've got William Saliba. Thank goodness that we didn't take on those those views. Thank goodness that Edu and Arteta didn't see that point of view to not sign Ben White despite William Saliba because now we've got both and both are performing fantastically for us. So, yeah, it may not seem obvious to us the reasons why they're doing certain things, but you can't say that what we've done in the market hasn't led us to where we are now, which is going from a team that were in 11th when Arteta took over to a team that are challenging for two successive seasons at the top of the Premier League table. That's where we are right now. Uh, Vincenzo says, I hear that Arsenal are not interested in Tony. Uh, well, they are. They have an interest in him. Um, but uh, whether they act upon that interest is is a separate thing entirely. Um, but he's certainly someone that's been of an interest to Arsenal. Um, I just hope that it's not an interest that they act upon. Uh, Paul says, have you seen that Man United may miss out on Champions League and Europa League um, if... Uh, they buy Ineos, buy a stake in the team and Nice. Um, because if they finish in a higher league position than Man United, really. I don't think it works that way because obviously Salzburg and Leipzig play in the same competition. They have played against one another in the same competition. So I'm not sure that that would happen. Um, but I could be wrong, but I, I don't think it would happen. Um Damien says, I feel like Mikel has earned the right to be trusted in what he wants. Um, it's only if they don't work out that questions should be asked. I think that's absolutely fair. Uh, George says, do we need a backup for Edu? <laughs> well, Edu just won the best sporting director award for the whole of Europe. So uh, I'd argue, no, he's doing a blooming good job, is Edu. And he's being rewarded for that with uh, the recognition that he's got as well. Uh, Louis says, shout out to my son, Ollie, watching his first TGC show. Hello, Ollie. Thank you so much for tuning in. Very much appreciate your time, my son. Uh, well, Louis' son, <laughs> rather than my son. Uh, boss says, hi, Tom. If we don't sign anyone in January, would you say the season is over? I tell you what, if we didn't sign anyone in January and I said the season is over, I would be like the most reactionary fan in the world. But I'd be falling into that category, wouldn't I, in YouTube comment sections that says, we didn't sign anyone. The season's over. It's over. The world's ending. I always find these comments, boss, so funny because like people turn out and they're like, it's over. We didn't sign anyone. And we're sitting there like a point off top spot. <laughs> You're like, right. Yeah, we could have done more in January. We could have done more to help ourselves if indeed the financial restrictions that we have on us allow us to still do that. 
but it's like season's over. We're, like, we're point off the top, mate. <laughs> we're point off first place. Um, Chris says, Tom, there's being ruthless in the wrong positions, though. Eddie Nelson, Vieira, Partey, that's where we need to be ruthless. Not our best goalkeeper since Lehman should be ruthless with Arteta himself. We don't get the title. But if Raya's being better than him, Chris, if Raya is a better keeper than him, which by the numbers and by what we're seeing is we are, we are better, you know, and we are better for it having Raya in the team. And that's showing by the numbers that he's producing. And as I've mentioned a number of times, Arsenal do want to be ruthless in the forward line. They do want to be ruthless in midfield. And you hopefully will see that in the coming windows. Um, Jay says, I support the club. Uh, I support Arsenal's players. I come and go. And so glad Arteta is being ruthless. That's what we've been missing from this club for at least 20 years. Chris says, Goldbridge did a segment on the Man United and Nice issue and how it's different from the RB clubs. Okay, Chris, thank you for pointing that out. I would have assumed it was the same. So apparently I could be wrong. Uh, Mark would know more than me uh, about that because he's obviously much more in tune with it. Um, so I guess that's how the Red Bull clubs get around the issue and they might face a, a different problem. I guess I'll have to watch that. My assumption would have been that it was the same, but uh, apparently, apparently not. Uh, Marcus says, what is happening with the TGT merchandise? It sounds like it's time for a TGT office chair. Yeah, sorry that we, we haven't had any merchandise for a little bit. Um, it's just been on the back burner in terms of sorting out um, a replacement for production and things like that whilst we changed from the last um the last manufacturer and uh it, i'm not i don't think it will be for a little bit i'll be very honest with you there's a lot going on in, in my life right now which doesn't mean i can focus on too much else um but hopefully there will be the capacity to do that uh, very very soon uh bradley says tom if arteta doesn't bring in major trophies within the next two years do you think he should be sacked no um it would depend very much bradley upon the context it's really like People are so binary, I find, when it comes to it. It's like, if you don't do this, the end result is sacked. And you're like, well, why didn't he win trophies in the next two years? Why didn't we win anything? Was it Arteta's fault that we didn't win anything? Or was it because there were a lot of factors that influenced the reason as to why we didn't win anything in the next two years? Are we still progressing as a club? Are we still moving towards winning trophies? Are we a club that look like they're winning trophies, but just haven't yet? There are only so many trophies available every season. You know, it's not like there is one for everybody. So, no, Brad, it doesn't work that way. It's not so black and white like that. Um, and so you need to look and evaluate after those two years. And if we haven't won anything in two years, you have to ask the question, why? And if the answer is Arteta, if Arteta is the answer why we haven't, then you can start having discussions about changing coach. But, uh, yeah, that's it's not something that you can talk about so you know, at this point in time in, in such a brash way. Um, Martin says, uh, nearly getting caught out dribbling versus Man City, punching backwards against Seville, and that's not all. Um, I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about, Martin, to be honest. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, Marcus says, are people forgetting first few games that Raya played for us? He was the original smooth operator. People forget very quickly things. People have obviously already forgotten like the issues that Ramsdale has had as well. It's amazing how quickly fans forget things. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Red Star says, Tom, should we be worried about your lack of competition? You're a great now, but we don't want you getting complacent. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we need to bring in some competition. We need to be ruthless here at TGT. Um, we need to be ruthless in, uh, <laughs> in someone else presenting the show. I need to be kept on my toes. I hope you enjoyed our phone-in show yesterday that I re-released. I had to edit out a slight... Uh, as I said, to edit, edit out a bit of an idiot on the show. But um, when it comes to discussions around tickets, obviously it does get quite emotional. And whilst I don't agree with a lot of the things that were said, and I hope that I managed to 
argue those points against those um, theories that are being put across yesterday. If you haven't watched it, I recommend that you do. Um, especially if you're a fan from abroad, it might it might strike a chord with you somewhat if you're a fan from abroad to watch that show. So I recommend going back and, and watching it. It's only on YouTube for those listening on audio platforms. So you'll have to tune in over on YouTube to see it. But uh, um, yeah, I'd recommend going and and watching it. Um, Vincenzo says, Tom, are you going to do TGT Christmas goodies? Uh, I'd love to be able to. But again, I, I have so much going on at the moment. And Christmas is such a busy time as well. It's yeah, it's, it's going to be tough to be able to do something specific for Christmas. But hopefully we can do a Christmas special podcast or something like that for you guys. That would be that would be great if we can do a, a Christmas special podcast. That would be ideal. Um, Boss says, in all honesty, I believe Mbappe is the only Jesus-type striker that is not... Really? I don't, I don't think Mbappe is a Jesus-type striker. Um, I, I wouldn't call him that. I think Mbappe is kind of his own unique center forward really and Jesus is a collaborative player and, and Mbappe is a much better finisher and focused on goals as well uh, whereas Jesus's goal scoring is is up for debate so yeah um George says what are you going to ask I'll tell I'm not in the press conference today George um I will be ahead of the game against Lons I think next Tuesday I will be but uh I'm not today uh and I wouldn't tell you if I if I did you know I'd it's up here. It's whenever I ask a question. It's always pre-planned. It's always very much a secret. Um, Marcus says, a TGT secret Santa to give out at the live show. Arsenal shop would do a roaring trade. I'd love to be able to do a secret Santa. It just doesn't seem to be feasible because you'd have to like require people to to send things abroad and the postage and packaging. And we'd all do it like on a stream. You know, We could all open our presents on a stream. That'd be great. A great idea, Marcus. But the logistics of it are incredibly difficult incredibly difficult um i think we're probably going to end the show there as i sense that we're going off um <laughs> on a bit of a tangent uh, thank you so much guys for listening i really appreciate your time as always as i said please do drop a like on the video help us to to 1k our final day can we hit that 1k that is the question mark can we hit that 1k hopefully we can and we can complete this challenge we can complete this endeavor and uh, on Sunday, if indeed we do hit 1K likes today, we'll be able to release those tickets before the end of November, which is what I was hoping to do, but uh, a few days before I would have done. So, yes, please do drop a like if you haven't done so already. Please subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Thank you so much for listening. I will speak to you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or 
anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rustolium. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.